Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of the Beer and Backfire podcast. We are joined by quite a few people, and we're going to be talking a lot about racing, and 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 specifically Dominion and the uh, event that most of us were at this past weekend. Not this past weekend. When was it? I don't know. Time is fake. Everything is made up. How you doing, Steve? I'm good. How are you? How I'm are doing you, good. I was there. You were there. I was there. Good. What did you drive? I drove my ND. Yeah. My favorite race car. Yeah. My favorite street and race car. Cool. I'm um, trying to think since the last time I was on track if I had changed much about the car. It's uh, coilovers. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I took a while off last season and uh, changed a couple of things about the car. And then I did one event at Road Atlanta. And then this was my second one this year. So. So, Steve, was this your first event with Coilovers? This was my second one, actually. Okay, so, so the Road Atlanta one was the first, and then this was the second one. So I'm just sort of settling into, like, setup changes and stuff with them. But uh, car feels good. Um, this is definitely a bumpier track than Road Atlanta. Yeah, so, well, um, it's, it's the cheapest track in America, probably. I don't... It's up there, yeah. Roebling is pretty cheap, It's getting too. better. But, it's I listen, I had a lot of fun, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yep. My ND. That's what I brought. I think the fear of the condition of the track adds to a lot of the fun. Eh, the fear of the <laughs> lack of runoff, maybe? Well, yeah. And just like, did they fix under the bridge yes. yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's. When did they do that, Jordan? A year, maybe two? Something like that. Something like that? Yeah. I, we definitely talked about it. Yeah. yeah, that was like my main gripe with the with the facility was the, the bump under the bridge was unacceptable, but that has been fixed. Uh, and it, the only real bumps now are like on the main straight, but they're not oh. that big of a deal. The bump under the bridge, like the the way that that pavement was just always peeling up and stuff, it was in the worst spot too. Yeah, it's in the middle of a braking zone. Yeah, and right in front of like a nearly what. 45 degree turn it's or? like a, a pretty solid 90 it might actually yeah. be more uh, than 90 yeah oh really oh wow yeah. gosh but yeah it's that's all better and the track i think the track drives pretty good now so now that that's fixed but i was also there on saturday and no way uh i drove the corolla uh with uh-huh. its fancy new splitter um oh and the lexan windows you did uh, both yeah new I, well i had the yeah yes i have both um, I learned that my ride height is probably too low on the driver's side front. Uh, I rubbed through, almost rubbed through a wire harness in that goes through the fender right there. Oh no. Uh, so I re last night I relocated that to inside the engine bay. Uh, a lot of S chassis guys are familiar with that. Um, and I, I'm picking up uh 12 K front springs from fortune tomorrow. Because 10k was not enough. I Are they? Think. I have I have some 12k springs. Well, I already paid for them. Oh, so. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And no, it, uh, I'm picking them up tomorrow. And one thing I learned when I inquired about that with Fortune is that on the 510s, you can change the spring rate by 8k without needing a revalve, which is freaking bananas. Um, did not know that, but that's pretty cool. Shout out to that's... Fortune. Yeah, yeah, that's our, pretty our local impressive. claim to fame. I know, right? Seriously, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it was a good day. So, did you make an adjustment that all of a sudden created 
the left front to be lower than normal or I well I I corner balanced the car and I think I may have gone okay. too far in a few places to quote George Lucas so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it nothing's like damaged or bent from when you went off at As far Hyperfest. as I can tell I actually I realigned it and tightened everything down and it seems fine nice awesome so it drove really good, good. it rotated just enough but not too much and mm. I was pretty happy with it yeah hey Jacob hey Corey how you doing uh, pretty good. good. I was also at Dominion this Were past you? weekend for no my way. first track event. Oh, yeah. So that was a whole lot of fun. Um, Turbo Miata 200-ish at the tire. Uh, VMAX Classic coils that I got used. Coolant reroute. And some CX Racing aftermarket radiator. Um, I had a great time for the orientation lap because my instructor <laughs> hopped in the car. and. I'd start the car up, idled fine, idled like it always does. He hops in it, stalls out. <laughs> Great. Okay. Oh, no. Um, so, and it just clicks when we go to bounce the starter, but I'm used to that. So it's like, oh, the starter's got a bad spot, and it just kind of sit there, click, 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 and then it'll normally hit. It wasn't hitting that morning. Um, so oh. we ended up getting a push start from Jordan and John and everybody that wasn't in. Push car! Exactly. <laughs> um, so got it going again. Instructor was driving just fine. We get over to grid and it dies again. So I push start the car by myself this time. He floors it and it dies again. So it's like, oh, oh no. cool. Everybody else goes out for orientation lap and we're getting my car pushed back over to paddock. That's awful. It, it, it wasn't great. So yeah. luckily we- I've got some damn good friends and. It's nice to have those around. Yeah. It really, really is. So Matt ended up pulling the alternator when I went to O'Reilly and John's truck to go get the aftermarket or the remand alternator that I put back in the car. Okay. So by the time I got back from O'Reilly, we swapped that in and started right up and ran like a top the rest of the entire day. I was really worried about the car overheating and it didn't. Not a hankling of it. One more time. What did you replace? Alternator. Right. Okay. All right. Did I say something else? No, I just, uh, I, I'm confused how it was an alternator causing your car to not run. No charge. If it's not charging, the battery, the battery was dead, okay. dead. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah, it, apparently yeah. it was enough to start it once that morning or twice that morning. So okay. I drove the sheets to fill up. I mean, and yeah, the car will run. For a while, on 12 volts from the battery, but if it's not getting charged, the battery runs down. Yeah. Uh, we jumped I it see. with the jump pack, and mm-hmm. it yeah, started yeah. right up. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool, we're good. And it was 13.3 or something and dropping. It's like, mm. oh, good, good. This is I, great. I missed, I missed that. I thought that. I thought that you were saying that the starter was no good. Like I thought, I thought that it, I thought that it was not. You got to the point where the starter wasn't even doing anything, but but not because of. I understand now. I'm, I'm tracking now. I'm tracking. The starter also has a bad bad spot in it, and uh-huh. that's what I thought. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, no, yeah. no charge from the alternator. I'm guessing maybe at higher RPMs it charged a little bit, just enough to keep it limping along. Sure, sure. But it is what it is. Okay. So cool. Yeah, got back okay. out. I didn't. I missed the orientation laps, but I made all of the sessions throughout the rest of the day. Didn't have to come in early. Didn't have to do anything else. Car ran great and didn't overheat, which I was really afraid of. That's awesome. So yeah, that's because yeah. that's a pretty. You were having that issue, All right, I so, was. I yeah. had been. Okay. Um. So one of my fans on the radiator wasn't working at all, 
um, and also didn't have a shroud or the splash shield underneath it. So with no splash shield on, those mm, are okay, known yeah. to overheat at speed right. and cool back down at idle. So right, I got you. But yeah. So was this your first track event ever? Is that what you said? So I had done Road Atlanta with 24 Hours of Lemons oh, okay. uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. That's a good... Uh, uh, introduction i suppose oh yeah, yeah. so like a yeah. like no fucks given exactly <laughs> so i was in the Porsat, which was a 911 front clip and then a volkswagen passat rear clip with the volkswagen v6 and trans in it and in the, fr- that in was the front mm-hmm. what front <laughs> clip <laughs> Passat on the back, rear on of the rear the of the 911. Front flip. It had two notes. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent lemons. So. Yeah. All right. That's pretty. That's pretty sour. <laughs> yeah. Um. So did you? Have, like, how did you do then for your second event ever? Like, I didn't wreck the car. Mm-hmm. Did um, you improve? Instructor said that I improved. He didn't recommend me to jump immediately to intermediate. He said, sign up okay. for novice, but tell your instructor next time that is your goal for the day and that you should have no problems Feels doing good. that. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. Good. Cool. Uh, and to upgrade brakes and to raise the front of the car up. But, cause oh, yeah, because you're on like eight wides or something, right? Uh, nine. Nine, nine wides, wides and God. 245s. Wow. Um, <laughs> and Jesus, that's a lot of tire. Yeah. <laughs> for a it's a lot of tire. It helped, yeah. though. Um, I'm sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instructor said the car felt skittish going up the uh, the S's in the back, and I, I agreed with that uh, because he felt like the the front end, like the front of the car is too low, so he felt like it was hitting bump stops oh, or I hitting see. like okay. the bottom of travel. He's like, raise the car up a little bit and throw on some like track oriented pads versus the HP streets, whatever it is, HP whatever the the. Yeah, so the street versus the street pads that I had on it. He's like, do those two things, you'll have a really solid car. And maybe some padding for the bare aluminum kirkies you've got. But mm. that's a, yeah, yeah that's a thing. hot days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it hurts. Hot Richmond days. So, Matt? Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Tell uh, me about your car. I've got a 95 Honda Civic hatch with a K20 six-speed. Um, it's got an LSD in it, uh, big arrow, all PCI stuff, um, gutted interior, welded roll bar, 245 RT660s, um, some track pads, pretty basic Civic You're, setup. You said 245s? 245s all the way around. You know, you don't need three feet of contact patch. Like, <laughs> Shut up, Pierce. <laughs> well, I left the 275 Hoosiers at home. <laughs> he said 275. That's a Corvette tire. Civic tire. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, like, no, yeah, no big deal, no big deal. Now, this is the Civic that used to be owned by Justin... Justin Lowland? I've never known how to pronounce that last name, so... Oh, I didn't, I didn't Justin was also the guy that had the Porsat. Um, really? He owned okay. the Porsat and the brown Miata wagon, which was a Roadmaster oh, rear end, like spliced onto I've a Miata chassis. I'll have to try and dig Sounds up some incredible. pictures of that one. But uh, he was also the guy that used to take us around the autocross tracks in a Caprice wagon that had the. I the remember this. That swap. car was amazingly yeah. terrifying. More fun. That Caprice is. That Caprice is turboed now and yes. runs nines. Seems appropriate. 
Did they just put people across the back seat for traction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bet. What's what's the track law for people in the rear facing seat? <laughs> is there is there one? I <laughs> nice. That's dope. So was this your so, was this your first event? Uh, no, I've done a HPD at VIR last year. I've done a triple track crosses, and I've done autocross for the last four years, four or five years. Okay. How long have you had this car? Uh, about two years, maybe two and a half. I can't remember now. Okay. It's the longest car I've ever kept. So fair enough. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Did yeah. you, uh, did you did buy you it? Swapped? For potential sale recently? He did. And I was, that was a couple, that was like a year ago. No, I'm talking about a couple weeks ago, but that was Instagram. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> when it was on Facebook marketplace, like a year ago, I was like, like looking under couches and inventing machines. I was like, this is, if I'm going to have another Civic, this is the one. Well, yeah. thank you for not buying it because I okay. still enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It's, uh, you painted it after that too. Yes. I had it painted. Um, I got over in Ashland, Championship White, made the car look a lot better yeah. than yeah, the blue and rust that it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was pretty standard Civic looking. It was, it was something. Painted one color. Yeah. 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 What was it uh, like when you bought it? Um, it was stock interior, full interior, stock seats, everything. Um, it's on some Coney uh, ground controls. It was K20 swapped already, but completely stock body, yeah, no yeah. safety equipment, just... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Pierce wasn't there. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wah, wah, wah. Do we have a sad trombone? Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Nobody else can hear it. Nope. <laughs> oh. We're all waiting. <laughs> it was a sad trombone. It's very good. So I was there as well. Tom, you were there. Yeah. 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 It, it was. For it the, was a party for the first time. Also, no, you've done me out of things before, right? No, th- this is my first okay. first track okay. event. Very cool. What were you driving? I was driving an '88 Porsche 944 with maybe the 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 cage made it getting in and out fun. Sure, it has yeah. a cage in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I feel it like was you left built... that out of our discussion last time. Yeah, Did, yeah. Was so, I talking over you at that point? Probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that yeah. Works. All right. So this car, it was built as a 944 spec car. It's a class that Porsche Club and NASA. It's like kind of the way Spec Miata is with yeah, NASA yeah. and SCCA. That's the same rules. It's just two stickers you put on the car. <laughs> Uh, okay. Same way with NASA and PCA 944 spec. It's largely a stock drivetrain. Uh, Coney's with ground controls in the front. Stock torsion bar in the rear. Stock calipers, stock rotors. You, you can do track pads, of course. Can uh, you use any form of stock calipers and rotors? Because some of those came with some pretty intense... I don't think there's any like update, backdate. Allowed That's in that class, I don't think. But now Tom's doing HPDE, so he can do whatever he wants. Yes, that, exactly. Yeah, that was going to be my question: Is are you trying to keep it Porsche nine four four spec, or are you trying to do whatever you want with it? No, I'm I'm not interested in keeping it as a spec car because it's it's one of those. It's almost like the the way spec Miata was supposed to be a entry level cost effective class that's spiraled into. $10,000 engine build yeah. because one dude knows how to build a really spicy BP that won't blow up 
and meet rules. Yay, spec racing. Yeah. Uh, but it's the spec class locks you into a lot of single supplier parts where when the class was envisioned, that part was plentiful, that tire size was plentiful, all that. And now spec cars are the only ones that use that part or that size. So it's mm. like Coney is keeping that shock around for the spec guys. Is there a lot of like monopolizing on prices and stuff? Like, like do is that part more expensive than it should be because it's the one that you have to have? That I'm not sure. I haven't really dived that deep into it, mm-hmm. but I could see that being the case. There's also, unfortunately, a bit of the Porsche tax going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, these these conies are are worth this, but oh wait, they're being put on a Porsche, so they're worth this plus that. Yeah. Does the nine does the spec nine four four class even still exist? Yeah. Yes. yes. It yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. It's a NASA class mm-hmm. for sure. And yeah. That SCCA does it too. You see them at runoffs a lot too. Oh. Okay. okay. I can't remember the last time I saw anything being advertised about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, NASA Southeast is pretty stacked with uh, Spec 944 mm-hmm. guys. There were like more of them than I expected uh, at the events I did at Roebling and um, Road Atlanta. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. I mean, they're yeah. they're great cars. I, hmm? I like. I know that. I know they're like the like the bastard child of Porsche, right? Yeah. But definitely, oh, yeah, that, definitely my favorite Porsche. Yeah. The the car they evolved from. Wasn't even supposed to be a Porsche. The 918? Uh, 924. It was supposed to be an Audi, and then the development got so expensive that they're like, we can't sell this as an Audi and make any money, so y'all have fun with it. Fun fact, I actually have a set of 944 taillights right now in the warehouse, and they have Audi logos stamped in them. Do you need taillights? Uh, it would be a good spare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, spares might not be bad. Uh, The real quick backstory on this car is that Tom and I worked very hard in the last, what, month? Pretty much, To get this thing track-worthy. He's only had it about a month. He and I went to look. I I got it not long before Hyperfest. Yeah. And then I bought it. The car needed a transaxle swapped. But it came with one. Right. It. A spare transaxle was included the in the sale. Have to do it. It it's honestly it was remarkably easy. Really, it, it oh. only took all of Labor Day weekend. <laughs> okay, but there was other projects at my I house mean, for working on or, the yeah, ground for doing that rear-mounted transmission type of thing on the ground. I'm assuming you. No, I have a lift. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we did. That's why no we excuses. did it at my house. Yeah, <laughs> hmm? but uh, but yeah. So we. Tom and I went to look at this car. Well, went to look at a 924, which right. was a caged mm, race car, okay. but it needed so much wiring work. Yeah. That we stepped outside and had a quiet conversation about how that car was going to be way too much of a project and probably never make it to the track. Right. Yeah. And he also happened to be selling this 944, which was his son's car, because he found a three liter 944 that was going to become his new race car. So he was giving his old race car to his son, which meant the one that he bought for his son was also for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the one that Tom picked up. We did the transaxle. We did the funky oil cooler, like 
right. oil to water a heat exchanger bolted to the side of the block. Yeah, it needed to be resealed. It was leaking. And then uh, mounted a seat, got a harness in it, got yeah. a steering wheel set up. You know, the stuff that was actually going to fit Tom. Right. And <laughs> with the whole purpose, pretty much, of making this Dominion event, which yes. he was okay. signed up and for. Nice. So it was, it was pretty cool to, yeah. to, like, pull it all together. Yeah, and built an time. exhaust for it that, oh, was yes. a, that didn't look like a sewer pipe. A super pipe. Sounds sewer. Yeah. Sewer, sewer pipe. Sounds oh, yeah. about the same. Oh, yeah. It was. But at least it exits out the back of the car now, not like. Well, that's not cool. Straight down no. at, at the no, ground no, no. between the seats. You want to feel that heat on your feet. That's 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 how. When, when the heat stops working in the wintertime in these old cars, that's how you warm your body. You could that's also. Fair. That's well, the no, RX-7 actually, model. Yeah. So the, the RX-7 mod is you take your shifter boot out and it heats the whole car to 200 degrees. <laughs> Miata's it. Yeah, that, that, that would be a thing for, well, for a not race car. Is, does yours actually have, because your transmission's in the back, so does it have cables or is it linkages? Uh, it's a linkage. Linkage. So yeah. it's a, a bar that goes, it like follows the torque tube and then kicks up. Yeah. And then at the back, it's a, it's some weird, way too many joints because it's German. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, that, it's that, over-engineered, that which might be why I like it. Yeah, and also, if you accidentally jam it, like, up into the trans tunnel a little too much while you're removing the old trans axle, it's it, a nightmare to get it unstuck again mm. because it's above the torque tube. Yeah. Like, Tom probably spent a good 15 minutes, like, trying to get it unjammed yeah. and fed back to me with me, like, under the car trying to get it back through the bell housing. Did you do the Mighty Car Mods, like... Hold it with your hands. Uh, stick my foot up in there well, with my bare foot and like six other people's yeah. hands. No, talk, we did not do that. Talk, talking about the like when they're when they're talking about like gripping the shaft tight and using both hands and oh. feeding it into yeah. the hole. I mean, there's plenty of innuendos yeah, yeah. when we work in the garage because we we're Miata people. But, uh, um, yeah, nice. And then John, there's John at the end of the line. Yeah, how many skulls can you crush under a 315? How many skulls? How many, how many people's bodies fit under that four-foot patch of rubber? Well, typically, since I drive a Mustang, I am knocking them over with my hood and ah. just like cutting off their ankles with my six-inch splitter. Well, to so. answer your question, it really depends on the size of the person there, Pierce. Did you say you have a 16-inch splitter? I have a six-inch splitter on the front. Six-inch, okay. Yeah. Right, that's more average. Which is great for autocross, but garbage for uh, HPDE. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, to go more in depth on the cards, uh, 07 Mustang GT, stock motor, uh, making about 300 at the wheels, 330 torque, with stupid aero, uh, six inch splitter on the front, like I said, with a nine lives racing big wang gang uh, splitter with a dual element on the top, and then stupid amount of money in suspension because I don't need power. I, I already have it. Um. And then 315s on all four corners on 11-inch wheels. And that's still a small tire for the, the Mustang gangs. Do you, is yours... It's, this is an SN195? SN197. 197. Mm -hmm. First gen with the uh, three-valve four six, so not the Coyote. It's a reliable, low-power V8 motor, but... Uh, was that Dominion? First time at Dominion, but not my first HPD. I've had uh, three other events at VIR, uh, so this is my first time there. And... Yeah, that was about it. But had a couple, had a couple of braking issues. <laughs> you had brake issues, aren't you? Don't you have like huge ass brakes with cooling ducts and shit? I do have four inch cooling ducts to my four pod Brembos 
on whatever size of rotors they are. Um, I think they're braking issues. I think it may be more of a control arm issue uh, looking into it, but I'm still yet to take the car off the trailer a week later after being from the event. Yeah, I feel that. Because I've had nothing but truck issues, and I had truck issues all leading up to the event to tow my car there because I cannot oh, drive shit. my car there. Um, either way, car did great for what it was for well, the first time there. So what is the you said? So what is the issue? Like, what's happening? So go. It doesn't happen right in the beginning of the event or the session. It's about halfway through. I'll be going into the high speed turns to get on the brakes, and I just feel a very violent shake coming from the what feels like the driver's side front. And so I only assume that. It was maybe the brakes, so we bled the brakes, didn't change anything. Pedal felt more firm. Definitely found out my brake fluid was uh, definitely due to be changed because <laughs> um, it was dark. And But other than that, the only thing I can think is it's, it's, it's a control arm or well, some type of bushing issue. I mean, it sounds a lot like a warped rotor, bro. The brand new rotors. Well, br- I mean, if you oh, overheated sorry. them all, yeah, at the event... You know, uh, it doesn't take much to warp a rotor. Although I've never—is it a Brembo rotor? Also, do do they actually? No, it's warp? a um, EBC uh, mm. base model rotor. The with G Lock R12 pads. Why did I assume that you had Brembos? I do. I Brembo brakes. The calipers. Oh yeah, Brembo okay, calipers. Okay. Sorry. All right, all right. Again, don't know anything about cars, so I'm like I'm probably the <laughs> least educated person on cars in this room right now, driving the most stupid arrowed out car with a stupid amount of tire on it. I mean, if you're gonna overcompensate money for something, is. I don't Here, know what money is. Here's the thing, though: like John's a good driver. He doesn't need to know much about cars. Well, I'd also like, argue he's, the he's fact good. that he's the least knowledgeable among us. I mean. I don't know dick about cars. No, you. I, okay. I would be the first person to say. Well, you don't know I what don't overhead learn. valve I'm stubborn. is, but no, right. <laughs> All right. But like, well. you're, John, you're the kind of guy who would literally sit on your computer for like a week at a time, being like, okay, these like you and Jordan, right? I feel like you're the ones that like build the list of like these are the parts that I need. This is what will make my car actually. I already better. have my 2024 build out list and cost and what it should be and how much I need to save per month go. to get it done. Meanwhile, I'm the guy that will buy the Megan Racing coilovers because they're shiny. I didn't tell you what coilovers I had. What? Well, oh, okay. What do you? Are they Megan Racing? <laughs> no, no, they're better, but they're oh, well, they're not uh, the JRZs that I wanted. I'm just saying that, like, I I can't build a car to compete. So. Oh, I didn't build my car. What? I just bought the parts. Okay, well, <laughs> then did you not also install them? No. Well, all right. <laughs> Somewhat. Um, not to make a long story short, but it's going to be a short story. Bought ASD 4100 coilovers, put them on, liked the ride height, thought it was beautiful. Found out I was running on bump stops for two years. Mm, and comfy. That's good for your As back, a wedding by the way. gift, my friend Shane redid my whole car, readjusted everything, and now the car is chef's kiss. Nice. Don't know if that sounds like a chef's kiss, but if it does, good. Are you a chef? Um, uh, I want to be, but I am no Corey. You did go to culinary school. He's not mic'd. Hold the mic. I did a little bit. You did a lot. You have. You have a story about being unconscious in a bathroom at, at the culinary school, and it's one of my favorite stories ever. Oh, are we going to no, tell that on, story on, right now? It's it's on this podcast already. Oh. Uh, it's on our introductions episode, yeah. I believe it is. Where I talked about my cars for an hour and a half. Your 17 cars at that time? 17. Oh. I think at that time, wasn't it like 17 that you were just going over in the first episode? 
I mean, that I currently owned, maybe. Oh, no, no, but, no. no. Uh, it was like your 17 most recent cars. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because you had like 30, uh, I think, in the beginning. No, of it. I, I've, I've had... I know, right. sorry, my bad, my bad. It's a lot Jesus. more than 30. All right, so I don't. Oh, Corey. I don't have. I, I. Oh, I did go. Yeah, Corey I, was there. I oh, was what? there. Yeah. This is I, news to me. I the did what? go. Corey, what did you drive? I drove. I drove <laughs> a 2012 Rav Four. Oh, you didn't, you didn't take the Suburban? <laughs> no, no. I was. I was gonna, but then I. I could only be there for like an hour and a half, so mm. I just went to hang out for a little bit, and I took the dog, and we hung out and for a little bit. The car was full. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was about to say the dog fits in the Rav Four. Huh? Yes, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, so that was it. Was fun. It was fun to hang out with everybody and see everybody. And I think Luca had fun. So yeah, yeah. So now that we know what everybody drives, can we? Yeah, do we, like actual experience and yeah, yeah. We can talk about the actual event. I want to hear about the trailer setup. Oh, and, that's what I was about oh, to bring up. Because it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So Jacob, Matt, will you guys tell us about the your 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 whole setup? All right, ready? I'm going to do lightning round. I'm going to see if I can do this all off the dome. I think I can do it. C.Doc Crehan, I am understeer. The daily downshift. Corbin 7242. Matt's EH2. I think it's Matt's dot EH2. 88. S-A-A-V-E-D-R-O-88. Uh... At Mountain Biker Tom or at Bumphead Racing and at All Work No Play 2007. Wow. He did it. He did me first. I started with Corey. Yeah. Also, we have a website. Also, we have a website. <laughs> Click and on our sponsor. sponsor by the same person who always sponsors us. That's right. 